0: Do you, do you remember the recovery? That's the yeah. best part of the whole story, man. Like, he, so he, he did broke a back the back flip, un, broke the bass, unplugged God. Preacher. So it was just uh, basically just Randy and Vince. And, and Noel gets up and he's got this broken bass in his hand and starts going boom, boom. boom, boom, yeah, boom yeah, he starts singing boom, the bass boom. notes. Yeah. And then he's like, anybody got a bass I can borrow? Yeah. Crickets.
1: Hey folks, welcome to another Something in the Water podcast, brought to you this time by Swamptown Get Down Music and Arts Festival, coming up March 26th and 27th here in Waycross, Georgia. I'm Uncle Dave Griffin. I'm Sean Clark. And uh, today we're here with our
2: good friend, Mark Andrus. Hey, hey, hey. From St. Simons. He's a musician and an entrepreneur. He's going to tell us what he's got going on.
1: My wife, uh, I always like to throw this in there, (laughs) my wife affectionately refers to you as her hippie cowboy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of hippie cowboys. That's awesome. (laughs) And uh, not only are you, well, there's a reason uh, for that because I think some of the first gigs when we met, some of the first gigs you played, was at the Grand Parsons Guitar yeah, Pool. Man. Oh, yeah, Speaking of hippie cowboys, yeah. he was one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, of course, you 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 played many many a year at uh, at the Grand Parsons Guitar Pool. Mm-hmm. And I uh, see the first band was uh, Honey Blue. I man, the was first one was that? back with. Zach Gowan and Drew Worsham oh from my Dream God, So Real. That was the yeah. beginning. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, were y'all holy smokes that year? Yeah, yeah
3: right. man. Yeah. yeah. You holy were smokes? in Holy, that holy
2: the, Smokes. That was
0: the, That was at the Swamp Park.
3: No. It was, it
2: was
0: Little Night. Little Nights. Okay. yeah, Because Buddy Cage was there. Yeah. Y'all, y'all did play at the, yeah, the, uh, the Brooklyn smokes. Cowboys. There
1: was one that uh, yeah. I think Chris Ryder had to do with putting that one. Oh, okay. Out. That was something mm-hmm. different. It was yeah. totally different. Yeah. Uh but uh in that was 2002 the uh the it was officially the first one not held in my backyard (laughs) so that would have been the fifth annual yeah yeah that was a cool uh, year though man yeah great great we started at 5 p.m and we went to about midnight i Mm -hmm. think they closed the doors at midnight back in those days yeah and uh walter egan walter egan yeah. and the yeah. brooklyn cowboys yeah. Phil Lana Kaufman was there. was there who
2: wasn't uh phil kaufman there that year
1: no he was in 2007 uh, okay. was when i came. remember yeah that was at the This fairground, yeah 2002 and he, he was at little knights one year in 2007 he was okay. at little knights uh we had jim lauderdale that year mm. but Two thousand two was our first year out in the public. I remember I lost my ass that year because I didn't know what how to put on a, a music festival, even though it was indoors and everything. We had the honkiest, talkiest little club in Waycross. Oh yeah, to to put it on, and uh, I I just did not know how to do this at that time, and uh, went and hole about eight hundred dollars. And came out of it by selling uh, CDs. We recorded, yeah, mm, uh, that's right, th- all the acts that night yep. on mini disc. And I picked out two songs from each act, threw it on a CD and shot it out there and, and made the money back. But so you're the original hippie cowboy, <laughs> yes, for, sir, I guess for sir. South Georgia. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, so, um. I always like to ask our our guests uh, to divulge their history as far as how how did you get started in this thing called music? What what appealed uh, to you? What
0: was what your a, first step? What Odyssey, Iliad? That yeah. is. Yeah. Um, gosh, I guess it goes back to I mean, man, as long as you know, like I guess being as old. Old enough to hold a guitar, I guess, really? you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah, You know, my, my dad's side of the family is very music oriented. Okay. And, uh, I mean, man, yeah, they had a little guitar for me yeah. and, uh, so now where was
1: this when uh, you were growing up? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where, we uh, were quote unquote travelers till, <laughs> I guess, till, um, about, uh, till I was about nine or so we nine or 10 and we. Went to Athens, then from Athens to Cordill, actually to here. Wow! And um, to uh, Saint, Saint Simon. Yep,
1: yeah. yep, yep. Athens, Cordill, and Saint Simon. Yeah,
0: and prior to that, yeah, we were just travelers all over the world. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Thailand, all oh, over, man. Was it military? Well,
1: military? No, my just... dad
0: was just a, a teacher, and they just traveled, nice. decided to travel. Yep, yeah, lived all over. I love it. Mm-hmm. Living in Guam, a town called Deddy But yeah, music mm. wise, you know, I was born with it. Uh, you know, my my uncle played with Hank Williams Sr., you know. Um, Your uncle did? Yeah. Uncle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. I guess we've never had that conversation. No. No, no. We have no, Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So it that song, dr- Country Music, is yeah. about Uncle Harold. And, you know, so oh, uh, he his was name? Harold Andress. It's hard to find. Yeah. You can't find much information about yeah. that because it was the, the younger Hank days. Uh, Basically, my dad's side of of the family, they were from a small little town in Alabama called Honorville, which is just a stone's throw from Georgiana, Uh which you know is where Hank Sr. is from. And uh, uh, as you can imagine, (laughs) there weren't a lot of musicians around. So my uncle, needless to say, got to play several gigs with him actually, like in uh, Montgomery, um, some of the Gosh, I feel like I should know this stuff. but uh the hayride sessions or something? Does that sound uh, right? Louisiana
1: hayride. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um and uh he, my uncle actually Donny he played with a lot a lot of uh yeah. people. Like he played with Ray Price. Mm-hmm. Um was he a guitar player? Sunny James. Yeah, he was a guitar player, uh bass player. Okay. Bass was his big thing. That was he was just he just seemed to really shine on the bass. But yeah, he was all so he around. was in high demand. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. As, as there was many a, of them. There was a time. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> there was a time. Yeah. 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 Cool. So yeah, he was real influential on me. Um, so, you know, I guess around middle school or so, I set the guitar down because, yeah, I, I was taking like classical guitar and that kind of stuff. And I just set it down um, and picked up a surfboard. Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> and, then, and then came back into music a few years later um, and been at it ever since. You know, mm-hmm. uh, moved out to California with Noel Holloway. Yeah. You, you know, Noel, oh, yeah.
4: everybody does
0: Noel. Yeah. yeah, we moved out of California and played Caveman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right?
1: Caveman. Man,
0: yeah, you know, we, we moved out to California and uh, played music out there. In uh, San Diego and all, actually all over, man. We played all over California. It was pretty awesome. Um, we were voted in one best band in San Diego in 96, 1996. That was pretty rad. And, and then I guess, you know, the rest is just a, a trail of fond, happy memories. <laughs> you know, it it's it has led me to where tourist. I am now. We're <laughs> <laughs> living on St. Simon's Island. Got yeah, a music
1: man. store. and You got a music store. Studio, now. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tell us about the the store. Well, um, I opened up that store. Gosh, it's been nine years now. St. Like Simon's um, Music. Yeah. Yeah. After I, I graduated from Armstrong Atlantic University, and I couldn't really find a job in the school system, a music teaching job that I really was satisfied with. So I just took the initiative to open up my own school. And uh, it evolved over the years into what it is now, which is a music store, uh, a school, and uh, we do some recording up there, too. We do analog recording, um, the old Tascam console, into a tape machine, into a computer. So it's kind of a unique recording experience. Kind of neat. Uh, But, yeah, so that's kind of the evolution of that. Mm. I was at... uh, out on the north end of St. Simons for about uh, I guess six, seven years. And then I've been at my new location in the Pier Village area mm-hmm. going on two and a half years so now. Um
1: down yep. there where the action is now. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um I saw uh on Facebook the other day where they were uh pulling out those little buildings from across the street. They're from gone. You. They're gone. They're gone. Man. The kiosks. They are gone, man. Like Kiosks yep. kiosk or dollhouses. Yeah, doll or, yeah uh, man.
2: Yeah, I saw your post that they were taking the a doghouse. Yeah. They're gone, They were man. actually uh, yeah. so just a little a big tiny of uh, businesses, businesses, right? Yeah, it's
0: just a yeah, disaster area now. You know, yeah. Not for long, they're building a 25,000-square-foot museum there. <laughs> a southwestern art museum of all things. <laughs> yeah, man. Yep.
5: What? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Like Cowboy Ash- and Indian Re- museum. Real relevant. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll appeal to somebody, but you know, it just. Yeah, I find it kind of peculiar. peculiar. Weird. Yeah, it's I mean, an you know, space it's like, for that. Yeah. It's right. like, look at all the history there in St. Simon's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe
0: it'll evolve maybe from that to a more of a worldly, eclectic museum. It seems or like some pricey
2: real estate just to have. Uh, that much
0: museum. I mean, yeah, we're talking twenty five thousand square feet, supposedly. Right.
1: That is a big. Is that is, cool. is that the size of that area that those buildings were sitting in? Uh, not exactly, because they
0: are also tearing down the adjacent building behind it.
1: Okay. Okay. Yes. So it's going to be deep. Yes. Oh, well, you know, there's nothing more constant than change. Absolutely. (laughs) St. Simon's is getting hit by a little bit of it right there. But uh, uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be some uh, people interested in Southwestern art that need a Set of guitar strings. That's yeah. what I'ma say. You'll, right, <laughs> yeah. you'll be right across yes. the street. <laughs>
2: you get a lot of traffic through there, don't you?
0: I do, actually. Yes. Um, especially during spring and summertime, it, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. We uh, meet some really interesting people, actually. Yep. Imagine from mm-hmm. everywhere. Literally all around the world. Yeah. I need to get one of them world maps where people could. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You right. should like it. I know. Come in and <laughs> yeah. look the pin where you're from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. That'd be cool. Dude at Pinball Palace, uh, Kelly's got one. And um, it's amazing the people who just come in there, you know. Yep. I love the, uh, who, who does, does the art that you got painted on the wall. Oh, so, man. That is one of my dear friends, Mr. Sam Balling. Uh, he resides in Athens, he and his wife, Courtney. And, you know, he's this guy that did the mural at Locos, the Beatles mural. Yeah, man. Yeah, same guy. Dang. And uh, I had built like an isolation room upstairs at the studio so that Michelle that teaches piano and voice could have, uh, you know, her room could be isolated. Moreover, to also have an isolation room for recording as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just this wooden wall and I was just I had this thought. Uh, I was like, man, it sure would be awesome if I could get a mural in here. And so I got on the horn with Sam and we talked about it and he came up to visit and he literally pulled a chair up, sat in front of the wall, looked at all the, the grain and the wood and everything and that's where he got the idea to do uh musicians mm-hmm. on the wall, and he literally, based on the wood grain, decided where each artist would go. He saw them in the wood.
2: so he used the wood grain to draw yeah. it out. Wow, how great.
0: killer is that? That's cool. yeah. pretty damn awesome! Yeah, man, yeah. oh, yeah,
1: that's cool. see a yep. nod up there. You say little Richie, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever,
5: <man.
0: laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. And his art's online. You can find his stuff online. I've seen his And stuff. I've got some of it for sale up Isn't at my store. Redhead?
1: Yep. He's Big old beard. Dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does that magical stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anybody out there watching or listening, uh, you can uh, probably go on Facebook. I'm sure you can go on Facebook. Yep. Uh, Mark Andres' page. Uh do you have a St. Simons Music Facebook page? Yes. You do? Yeah. Yes. And we have a web webpage too, www.stsimonsmusic.com. Www. Good. And you got pictures of, of the artwork somewhere and mm-hmm. all of that. So yes, sir. If you want to see what we're talking about and the uh, actual coolness of this artist that uh, mm-hmm. uh, painted all of those uh, murals. Uh, you can see that. His name's Sam Balling, and we're talking to Mark Andrews right now, the hippie cowboy from Saint Simon. What's
3: up, y'all? Woo! Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: he's gonna be at Saint. Uh, he's gonna be at Saint Simon's all the time. He's gonna be at Swamptown Get Down. That's uh, he's he's right. Be at Swamp Come Town on. Get yep.
1: Down uh, with and, Martez. Uh, Martez is the latest incarnation. Yeah, of, tell us of, what this group. Yeah. yeah, this is a really good band.
0: I uh, very fortunate to get to play with these guys. Um, four piece. Yes, sir. And it just kind of serendipitously happened. Um, uh, the cliff notes on it would be, um, th- three of us work at St. Simon's music as teachers. Oh. and, um, the other gentleman and, um, Wilmot Green's just a friend of ours. Yeah. and used to own Georgia Theater in Athens. Okay. Cool. And um, so we have him on bass, uh, Cameron Gardner on drums from uh, the band Washed Out, which a lot of people recognize that band from uh, the TV show Portlandia. They do the, the theme song. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And on piano, we have Matt Ganong. If I'm pronouncing his name right, I hope I am. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, Genong.
5: Uh-huh.
0: Uh piano virtuoso, master's degree, raised in the church kind of guy. Like, oh man, as God. soon as you hear him play, you're like yes. church player. You know, you know really what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you hear a good piano player, yeah, man, mm-hmm. usually yeah. you can church almost music. assume that they were raised in the church and playing yeah. the church and, and whatnot. And uh man, we just have some really good chemistry. We we got together. Just a, a, actually, just a jam Yeah. one one time, and uh, it, it was so good. We just, well, God, I guess we got to do this every every weekend. Used to say, we do it on a Tuesday, and Wilmot was like, we're going to name our band Martez because we do it on Tuesday.
1: <laughs> okay. That's where that came about. Now, so. I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> yeah. I oh, yeah. not have known that. <laughs> yep. Spanish for Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: You know, we do a lot of uh, instrumental stuff. Um but we all also have songs we've written and whatnot, so we'll be cool. throwing in some songs with lyrics too. And you know, when you words. say instrumental stuff or those
1: originals, or are you, yeah, man, are you we yeah, the man,
0: we will literally stuff. like. Sometimes yeah. it might be like Cameron will just start a drum beat,
1: yeah, and Will or whatever. What style would you call? I don't even know, man. Eclectic, yeah, jazzy, yeah, fusion. Jazz uh,
0: fusion, jammy jams, soul jam. uh, polyethnic slamgrass. I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We do it. We do it all. We do. It's it's interesting. We just never really know. We have, uh, uh like, it's all, uh, we we, jazz, yeah, jam. It's gonna fit um, in real nicely. Yeah, though, right? man, we're yes. super pumped.
1: Well, as, yeah. uh, folks, anytime. Mark Andrews name is in the band lineup. No matter what the name of the band is. it brings it. <laughs> you can guarantee. You got that, to, man, yeah. right? You can I mean, guarantee that it's going to be a good group. I mean, man, you and, guys uh, are musicians. You know, you either bring
0: it or you don't, man. Right. You better bring it. Well, every, bring it. Yeah. every
1: group that you've ever <laughs> played with at the festivals, and you've played in a bunch of different. Names. Yeah, know. at least three or four. Uh, at least. Honey Blue. uh Space Kittens. Space Kittens. Uh Done uh, with Tracy Maddox, played uh, with her. Low Jobs.
0: Was that yeah, you? Was that yeah. you? Me and Preacher. Low Jobs, and, folks. And Emily Thompson. <laughs> <and> Randy Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Noel Holloway. Preacher.
1: Yep. Yeah, and and was, I uh, think
0: Vince played drums with us. Vince Jiraki, I think. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Leo uh, Neal. Played drums a few times too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you've been you've been a part. You, I don't think there's been a festival that you've missed. You may have missed one. Man, yeah, maybe one. Uh, I think uh, maybe over a period of time. But yep. uh, it's too it, fun to miss oh. from Graham, from Grant Parsons. Yep. and to 2011 when we introduced Swamp Town Get Down mm-hmm. in, in the spring. Man, in the first one mm-hmm. we I played with
0: the our band Ultra. Man, that was a great band. That was uh Nate Nash mm-hmm. and um Craig Barnett from Mofro. And I think Brigman, the keyboard player from Mofro, also played with us at that one, I think. And and Scott Clark on bass.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh
5: Yeah, I, I remember this. Yeah, that was a yeah. <laughs> laying it down. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was a good band. Um and I think Montaigne may have played percussions with this on that one
1: too. He could have. Yeah. He could have.
0: He's been there, time and yeah. two. Now, yeah. <laughs> was
1: was Jeff the conga player in uh, Holy Smokes? Holy Smokes! Yes. Yes. That's so the was, yeah, that's first time That yeah. was you, Jeff, and Zach, Zach. And, and and Drew Worsham, and Drew Worsham. Yep. Okay. Dream so real, Drew Worsham. Yep. Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah, man. And y'all and y'all played a good set. I remember <laughs> yeah. that. I still oh, yeah. I still hear uh, Zach coming on. Uh, announcing the group. Mm-hmm. I love that name. I yeah, still I love
2: that care. name. That's I, I keep I, every time I think of that name. am the first thing I think is cool
0: name. Yeah, and, yeah, and y'all kick ass one. too. Y'all totally I, fit the name too. I believe the credit for that band name goes to Mr. Griffin Buffkin. I believe. Yeah. If you're ever looking for uh, a band yeah. name, he's your guy, <laughs> yeah. man. Yep. Barbecue and band names. Yeah. <laughs> he's got it down. Barbecue <laughs> and band names. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think he's the one that came up with Lucky Sevens. Remember when we were jamming, playing for a while, yeah? And we had
1: the Lucky Sevens, yeah, yeah. I dude. think I
0: think Griffin came up with that one too. Wow.
1: Yep. So have y'all ever played in a band together?
2: Yeah. Well, we Lucky we were Sevens. like a yeah a duo. Both, yeah. When we when we were under, yep. uh, Lucky Sevens. I forgot about yep. that
0: what we called it. That I remember doing the shows, but I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and s- shortly thereafter, I think is when you started Pine Box, and uh-huh. I yeah. think that's when I started Space Kittens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we used to play at Locos. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. We could bring those two bands together and call it Space Box. Space, space Box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> that's kind of a oxymoron <laughs> yeah. space, but kind of sort of it. Not
2: really. Yeah, I could see, like, a cube that's, like, all galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Space yeah. Box. Space yeah. Box. Yeah. Space yeah. Box. <laughs> that's the album cover. Be
1: all, like, Pink Floyd looking. <laughs> yeah, man. So you're talking about uh, – um, your your penchant for surfing.
5: Oh man! Uh, you yes. laid
1: your guitar down when you was a youngster. Yes. And you went to the surfboard. Yes. And do you still do that? Yes. Do you? Yes. Yeah. As often as possible. Yeah. yeah. So nothing you, like it, man. Yeah. I've uh, catch some waves right there on Saint Simon's.
0: Yeah, there. man. Yeah. Goulds it. Uh, I've gravitated more towards paddleboarding, um, which is it's one and the same kind of the same thing. Uh. I just like having the paddle. I can um, kind of go around sections when the waves are
1: closing out and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's great paddleboard. Is that where you standing on the board? Yeah, just man. Do kind of, mm-hmm. you have a, uh, huh. yeah, you have a stick. Yep. You have a paddle. That, it's yep. a paddle. Yep. 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 <laughs> and, uh, generally
0: the boards are a little bit wider, a yeah. little bit thicker and a little bit longer than your traditional surfboard. Mm-hmm. Like the one I ride right now is like a 10, six. <laughs> What does so, that mean? Like 10, feet, six 10 foot, 6
1: inches. 10 yep,
0: foot, okay. 6 inches. Yeah, Some people ride them smaller, like my my buddy Jaylay that I go with. Oh, he's, yeah. He, he's a pro, man, yeah, and pro. he rides a shorter one and just
5: tears it
0: up, man. Yeah. God, he tears it up. You got an accident. Yeah, man, 29 stitches worth of an accident. So was that your board?
5: Yeah. You, yeah. you got hit?
0: That he was got hit Yeah, man, I was uh, going left on this wave and. The nose went under, it was like during hurricane, Isis I think is how you pronounce Isaisis. it. And, Isaisis. And man, the Isaisis. nose of the board went down and I, I fell off the board and came up. And right about the time I came up, the board just, boom, split my forehead wide open, man. I saw those pictures, man. And ooh, it's ooh. sketchy, man. You know, you're, you, you've been a cool talent. You know, if you think about the scenario, you know, you're hundred yards out there out where the waves are breaking man and that and you get
1: smacked in the head like that <gasps> oh yeah now so, see that's why uh, I've always said that surfing is dangerous for you <laughs> yeah it can be <laughs> no, oh yeah you be trying to get to shore or not Now get, see that's why I shark, always, chum, that's why I always say I'm yeah, never surfing. Just bleeding like oh man i look like Carrie. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah literally I, mean, I saw the stitches i didn't yeah. see the you know actual, oh it was, oh, was gnarly you, man and i, I bet had you
0: to it walk hurt did and you know you walking from that point back to the parking lot where i was parked man that's a good little walk i'm walking down the beach bloody as i'll get out you know by yourself well my buddy I had a friend of mine walk with me my, my buddy willie walk, walked me back to my car and it was where, which i foolishly got in and drove home but man the, the kind of that's the kind of thing too the situation is like this do you call an ambulance do you go to the hospital Yeah. or what do you do? I elected to go home and kind of try to figure it out. Yeah. And I went home and uh, I called a friend of mine to get some advice. And they gave me uh, this Dr. Irwin's, his name gave me his phone number and he actually came to my house. Wow. Nice. Stitched
1: me up, man. At your house. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a rarity. Yes. Doctors don't do house calls much mm-hmm. anymore. And man, it
0: literally came like, it was like came down this close to my to my uh, eyeball right there, you know. It was, he said another few millimeters, man. I would have been in some trouble. Dude, you can't even see. Yeah. It now. You can't, yeah. You can't hardly see it at all. And, There's a little bit of a scar. And when yeah. I saw that those stitches oh, so on the on Facebook, I was like, was that? I was back in I guess like August, early August, and yeah. I
2: was thinking you're going to be scarred forever the way that looked. Oh
0: man, I thought so too. Oh yeah, you were going to be Harry Potter or something. Yep, healed healed <laughs> up. I, I yeah. uh, think because my diet, I think, is what helped, helped it heal up so fast, you know. What's um, your diet? Man, a lot of vegetables, uh, lean meats, fruits, a lot of beets, too. I like beet juice. Cool. cool. Beet juice and carrot juice. I think that's a lot to do with it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I really do attribute a lot of it I mean, to that. I believe it yeah. was. I don't mm-hmm. see anything. At yeah, man. Yeah. And it was Frankenstein, dude. It was Frankenstein for real. I don't yeah. know
2: if Justin can find a picture of that or not. But, uh, oh yeah, it was.
0: Oof, yeah, oof. yeah. I was feeling for you, man. Like, Oh man, yeah. Oh yeah. Kept me out of the water for a few weeks. Well, actually, yeah. about a, guess about a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah.
2: You vote wet. Your Volkswagen uh still.
0: Go in. yeah, but I gotta get a gotta transmission bust. in it, man. Oh, man. The uh. Wouldn't go in the third gear. Still won't go into third gear, but now the transmission's getting so bad, it's it's just slow as all get out. So mm-hmm. I'm shopping around to get a transmission for it. I mean, I can still put around the island on it, you know, mm-hmm. but as far as, like, going traveling with sweet, it or right anything. Oh, God, I love that van, man. It's an yep. actual – is it a camper van? Yes. It yep.
1: is a camper van. It's got van.
0: The, uh, okay. the pop top. Yeah. So, you know, you can sleep two on top, two down below. It's got a sink. Mm-hmm. stove, refrigerator. I know. We
1: saw it the first, I think, it was the day yeah. after you bought it. Yeah, man, I remember. We oh, yeah. were over there doing a gig somewhere, and we met up in the- uh, Over by Cilantro's. Yeah. Yep. Met oh, up yeah. in the parking lot over there. Yep. And I know you was pr- You still are proud of it. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I love that thing. I owned a Volkswagen van, or two two in my lifetime, but they were, neither one of them were campers, but um, uh, uh, I- do love them, yeah. You know, it's just like uh, uh, driving them, man. Is, oh, yeah, just, I love yeah. the way they drive. Love yeah. the way they handle. Yeah, it's got a sound, you know mm-hmm. that that yep. uh, German sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, we 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 know we know that your 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 diet is healthy and everything, and I think I I also. Uh, read somewhere where you're on an anniversary of uh quitting smoking Isn't yeah maybe yeah. yeah how long has that been oh, over a year now cool over a year and a half or so yeah yeah, yeah. that's great <laughs> well <laughs> october 26 of last year's when i had my episode with the heart and uh had a stint put in but I have not smoked since then, and it's nothing compared to what you're working on there. But uh, did you have a problem giving it up? or well, so, Like me, I, I didn't have that much of a problem.
0: Man, I didn't have that much of a problem. I, I think it's because you know, I, I smoked the American Spirits, which were all natural. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe has something to do with it. Not as much. Um, of a- They didn't have all the additives and chemicals. And, um, I, I just had the motivation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And, yeah. um, CBD oil actually helped me a lot. Oh yeah. Yep. As far as the nerves now, cause you know, you know, when you quit smoking, yep. man, you nerves and CBD
1: oil just kind of. Well, yeah. It's those triggers, you know, that yes. and, the, and, and as, as, as good as I am, uh, consider myself as far as, uh, uh, not yielding to anything, you know, and, and having a pretty strong, uh, resistance to it. I'll still out of the, out of the uh, blue, I will, uh, an urge will just mm-hmm. zoom across my, <laughs> uh, yep. My, uh, the front of my brain or something, you know, and it'll come so far out of left field that, uh, uh, I don't even realize it. And it seems like my left hand is going for the cigarettes, which were right there next to the computer or something, you know? Oh yeah. And then I, it just come out of memory. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. I remember now. Mm -hmm. Muscle Uh, memory. Yeah, it is. It's uh, so far ingrained, I guess. We, uh, I called up this Georgia quit hotline, uh, right after the heart attack. And, uh, I got online with them, and they uh, they sent me two boxes of uh, nicotine patches that were, like, each box was a two-week supply. Yes. And you use them, you're supposed mm-hmm. to use them daily. I didn't Man. even use mine daily. I used them randomly. I've still got a whole other box left, and it's been since October. I did do the patches. Yeah. I did, uh, I think they start you with
0: 21 milligrams, mm-hmm. and then 14, 14, and then 7. Yeah. I did do that. And I think that was maybe seminal to this. my successes of quitting. I think. Did
1: they yep. uh, bother you? Do they there any side effects from the patches? No. Nah. Where'd you stick them? Up On his-
5: my belly. Did you? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep.
1: I've been using mine right there mm-hmm. and right there and just alternating. Yep. But the other night, I stuck one right here. And I don't know if it tells you. To avoid that
5: area or not. Oh. But by
1: God, that thing, uh, I pulled it off and it weren't, weren't any problems but uh, until after I pulled it off. And and this has been two days now. Burned it turned something? red. Man. And itches like Man. poison ivy. I mean, it yep. itches right now. True. Wow. It's Ow. about to drive me to smoking.
5: <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm telling you. Man.
1: It's yep. a, uh, but I'm just wondering. So <laughs> you use yours. Down here on the yep. stomach. Yeah. yeah, and
0: I think I maybe threw it on my shoulder a couple times just to I'm try, try something different. I'm try
1: that, hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. I'm about to swear off of them and just go with it now. Just yep. go with the non smoking. Mm-hmm. Heck with it all. They make uh, those CBD
0: v- vaporizer pin things too, which is kind of nice. Like if you have the the desire to for the. The smoking aspect of yeah. it, you know, you could do that with CBD, and it kind of like once again it comes to keeps you mellow, and it's
1: not smoking; it's just oh, like yeah. a, a okay. vapor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, man, and that yep. sounded like something that I could get into right there. And it's accessible; it's easy to find CBD mm-hmm. vape.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's accessible. So you, There's. You stores, feel like the war but it's. Also yep. calming
2: you right. down. And yeah, the one, that's man. The thing about it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you, it's
1: like a win-win. It's like I've always heard that, you know, especially as performers like we are, you know, uh one of my strongest urges for cigarettes was when I was out in public performing. Yep. You know, you take mm-hmm. a break, you're heading to Boom. the yep. smoking deck. You know, Yippers. And, uh, mm-hmm. You had. It's something about you have to have something in your hands or something in your mouth, you know. It's like uh, mm-hmm. that didn't sound right. <laughs> I, didn't, <yeah. laughs> didn't I, sound I never right. I never I never was a smoker. So I guess. Oh, that's right. You're, that's right, man. Not, you
0: never you, smoked
2: you never cigarettes. You're smart.
1: Mm-hmm. Fell into the. I track. don't know about
2: smart, but I I think what. <laughs> hope my mom's not listening, but yeah. I think. <laughs> I smoked pot before I ever smoked a cigarette, and then mm-hmm. when I smoked a cigarette, I was like, "Why would anybody do this? Right. This is right. horrible. Yeah. This tastes mm-hmm. like cardboard." <laughs> and about you know, I felt like I was going to throw up, and I was just like, eh. "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: this is nasty. Yep, they yeah. damn sure taste nasty." Did your uh, either one of your folks smoke? Always, they okay. they both did, and uh,
2: forever. So it's probably, well, That could have, uh, but worked they, against you you know uh, having grown up yeah around, and me and my you know. sister like we totally give them hell about it too when we were little like you know it was about the time that the science was coming out like this maybe mm-hmm. you know. So, and we'd see the commercials and then we'd just be like you're giving us cancer mama and she's like I won't give you cancer if you don't shut up <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have enough. Going to have <laughs> another, another problem.
1: Part, you were <laughs> part of that first woke generation. Yeah. They're like, shut your damn. Don't throw that on the ground, daddy. You'll make the Indian <laughs> cry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Save the whales. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, my, my
2: dad had, um, he didn't have a heart attack, but he had uh, open heart surgery and the mm. bypasses and all that. And after that, they both quit. And uh, they, they, especially with mom, she used uh, cough drops.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: like uh, just eating cough drops like crazy. And they just they both quit cold turkey like mm-hmm. that.
1: My old next door neighbor, growing up, he lived. James Cock was his name. He lived with his grandparents, big granny and little granny. Mm-hmm. Big granny, of course, was the man, and he was big, and little granny. She was very little, <laughs> so, right. uh, but, uh, it was big granny and little big granny. granny. Big granny is what they call him. That was their nickname for him, you know, like, mm. and, uh, uh, big, when big granny quit smoking cigarettes, uh, every, every time we'd see him, he'd have dentine in his mouth. So it's, it's one of those mm-hmm. things, you know, you replace yeah. it with whatever, whatever floats your boat and makes you, makes you, uh, uh, stop uh, makes you resist from that urge. I hadn't found anything, uh, you know, uh,
0: oral fixation, real, real, yeah, you know, that's...
1: tangible or anything. I'm just, uh, you know, going with them damn patches that make me itch like hell <laughs> yeah, right now. You've uh, well, been doing pretty good with him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, heart attack will get your attention. Yeah, you know? it's uh, kind of similar to a surfboard coming down on your head, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on your forehead, oh, yeah. and then, and then uh, from there, from there the headache goes down here, mm. and uh, like a, seemed like a freight train running over you. Um. <clears throat> so um, we got the Swamp Town Get Down Music and Arts Festival coming up, like I was talking about, and uh, um, these two guys are actually in bands that are playing mm-hmm. for it. Uh, Justin Mercer, our uh, uh, the producer of this podcast and the owner of Caution Light Media sound studios um he's going to be out there as well set up and doing some live streaming and uh it takes place at the Okinoki fairgrounds in waycross georgia march 26th and 27th and it will be a year since we uh since we put on a festival uh, we we were able to get the Swamptown get-down right under the wire last year before COVID, a week before, before the lock, shutdown here A week before lockdown. A week before lockdown. And uh, it was crowded. I mean, it was yeah. like every, a lot of folks came, and it was barely in the news, but it was enough in the news that it was starting to cause people yeah, to people were like, ah, second guess going on. to yeah. think, you know, well, I'm not going, but, you know, we had a monstrous crowd, and as far as I know, nobody got yeah, sick. Nobody got sick. That yeah, probably hadn't quite mm. migrated. Not quite, yeah. yeah.
2: it's a good send-off.
1: Fast forward yeah. to, well, fa- uh, typically we had our Grand Parsons guitar pool in late September. We had to cancel that last year because of the, the pandemic. We ended up doing a virtual show right here in this room in November and went over. Uh, Real well. But, you know, after that heart attack in October and then coming down with COVID in December. That's when I had it, was in December. You had it in December as well. (laughs)
0: Christmas. Oh, God. Yeah. That's what I got for Christmas. (laughs) COVID.
3: Home Alone.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Ain't nobody bringing you no Christmas presents (laughs) when you got COVID.
1: (laughs) Well, I, uh, you know, at that point, I said, screw this uh i made the decision right then as soon as i caught covid i said i don't want to have a festival in march i was just down and out really Man. down and out yeah. and i said i was thinking you know three months is not enough time to plan one accurately and besides that we're going to have to uh, work in some covid measures yeah you know in order to yeah. have it safely and everything and uh, I just didn't want to deal with it uh, once I got the diagnosis of COVID. But, you know, um, about a month went by, and about mid-January, one of my staff members, who uh, Mike James and April Herndon, two of my staff members, they go to a lot of shows down in Live Oak, a lot of festivals down there in the Spirit of Swanee Music Park. And th- they had attended one in January down there that utilized – the COVID protocols. And they came back with that saying, Hey, I know you said <laughs> you didn't you wanted to cancel it, but we can do this. We can do it just like Spirit of Swanee, used them for a template. Use their rules or whatever. Use their rules uh, regarding the social distancing and masks and all that. And I said, but do we have enough time? And we were staring at the end of January, and uh, (laughs) that's only like two months out. And uh, anyhow, we decided to move forward with it and jumped in there and uh, got everything together as rapidly as we could, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, we put the tickets up for for sale Friday this past Friday at noon and over the weekend it was just like uh, off the chain. I mean, there was That's people. Awesome, man. So the people were speaking right there. They were yes. saying, uh, yeah. uh we don't care <laughs> that that we have to satisfy these COVID rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. We will do that. We just want to get out yes. in the outdoors and have Amen. our faces melted, yeah, by <laughs> by some <laughs> rock and roll." You know, <laughs> and so uh, that's a very positive thing <laughs> yeah. for me as, as a promoter or <laughs> putting one of these things on. It's nice when the tickets sell. Yeah. Uh, so, a uh, little bit to address that uh, uh, on this podcast. Uh, if you go to uh, the website, and I'm sure that we'll have links placed up uh, in this, and during the break, you'll see the actual uh, the flyer with. Uh, with a link at the bottom. Uh, If you go to that uh, online link, www.stgdfest.com, you'll be directed to the buy tickets link, and it'll take you to another page where you'll see uh, the the, uh, uh, audience tickets. The audience, uh, we're selling 10 by 10 pod spaces. Cool. That will hold up to a maximum of six people.
5: Cool. Okay.
1: And uh, I think the minimum that you have to uh, pay for a pod is the equivalent of four people's tickets. So if you, it's pretty self-explanatory. Once you get to the website, you'll I uh, think you'll understand it. If not, you can give me a phone call or message me on Facebook or what have you to Uncle Dave Griffin, and I'll answer all your questions. But uh, basically, it's just like any uh, other concert that you go to. You're going to have some uh, premier pods up front next to the stage. They're going to cost a little bit more than the middle area. And then the back area is going to cost the least. And uh, uh, we will have RV camping, just like always, $50 for a weekend spot. Uh, Tent camping will be free. With admission, Uh, we'll have vendors as well. Vendors are lining up nicely. And some great, great music, including Pine Box Dwellers, Martez, which means Tuesday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Bobby Lee Rogers Trio, uh, Bonnie Blue, Glass Camels out of Jacksonville, Michelle and the Ambiguous. Uh, Thunderbird Blues Band. I'm just doing this by memory, so I'm going to leave somebody out. Um, um, uh, One, Brothers. One Good Ring, the Page Brothers Band, um, Lazy Lightning, Lazy Band? Lightning, yeah. um, Dirty Bird in the Flu. Um, but anyhow, that's all I can. Good lineup. Yeah, all I can r- recall from my head right here. Just watch the uh podcast. When we get to a break, you'll see the uh flyer with with all the bands on it at that point. But do hope that you'll put it down on your calendar and make it a point to come. You'll have a good time. We are gonna take
2: a little break. We're gonna come back with Mark and he's gonna play us a song. We all hope. Right. You down for that?
5: Yeah,
1: man. Cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. We'll be right back.
4: Something in my blood starts to take a hold. Something in my bones gotta lose control Something in the water gonna make me whole
2: Hey, 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 we're back with Mark Andrews, our guest for this episode. Hey. And uh, Mark's going to play us an original tune. What's this song about?
0: Uh, it's a song called Quick and Good, and I, a song I, I wrote about uh, this girl that I knew back in high school. She was like your stereotypical kind of debutante, homecoming queen kind of girl, man, and I bumped into her at the beach. and. She was a totally different person, just wild. Uh, and I was worried for her and everything, and I was asking her if she was okay and everything because she was basically living this nomadic kind of life, going from place to place, town to town. No money, no car, no job. Wow. And I just She didn't care. And she just always said, yeah, I just feel good. And uh, I just uh, felt the need to put it down, so I put it down. Cool. Now I'm gonna lay it down for y'all one time. A song called Quick and Good. We'll be playing this one at Swamp Town Get Town. 2021. 2021 with Martez. Oh, and we will have special guests, Nate Nash, sitting in with us too. So cool. Yeah, yeah Just to mention. All right. So shall I go ahead and do this for y'all, everybody? Yeah, man. All right, quick and good.
3: No, baby ain't got no money She said she's got a feeling Baby ain't got no shoes But she said she's got a feeling And she said that
2: Heck yeah, man. Good song. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. How yeah. long ago did you write that one?
0: Uh, a couple years ago, probably. Yeah,
2: I, I know I've heard it. Three years
1: ago, maybe. It's a good one. Yeah. And this beauty right here is a Gibson J50 1969.
0: 69. 69. Wow, yes, did sir. Did
1: that come through the shop? It did. Trade in?
0: Yes, sir. Actually, no, I just outright bought it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The gentleman wanted to trade it, um, for a Martin, but I wasn't getting rid of my Martin, you know? So, uh, I just outright bought it from him. Yep.
1: Cool. Um, we'll talk to you. tell, uh, tell me about you used to own a Martin or you still do. Yeah, I still got it. It's tell in my me, truck as a matter of fact. Tell me the story about your Martin. What, Man, it's just one it of what happened to it.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I got it. I bought it at Clyde's Discount Music and uh play the heck out of it. And um Randy Reynolds and I um have a band had a band, have a band. We're always having bands. We had bands since we were kids, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, uh we were playing somewhere, good oh, gosh, maybe it was locos, maybe, yeah. and we used to grind our guitars. <laughs> around the necks you know
5: mm-hmm. oh
0: man it was just awesome yes, like a, so sword, fun. Fun. Like yeah, like a sword, sword fun yeah like a sword we were doing it one time and i pushed randy off real hard of course there was tequila involved in that <laughs> and um and he went boom and punched my guitar fell <laughs> to pieces and uh oh wow he punched yeah. it yeah oh yeah, man. <laughs> Put took it to pieces and uh, like he was mad or what? Yeah, well you know, mad yeah. but not mad. You know, he, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know how it is. You know, with it's, your yeah, brothers, it's, you know, it's, he's he's lovely, the, uh, it's,
1: it's the actual yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> back and
1: yeah. two. Yeah. I got yeah. you. of the stage.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, man, not to go off subject, but when I got these tattoos of the uh, trouble cat and Bass kitty, he's like, <laughs> he's like, man, he's cat. like, man, which one of those hurt worse? I was like, this one. He goes, dang man, He goes. Wow, pop right? That's right after I got it done too. But but, uh, but back back to the story. Yes, Randy. But, uh, um, but yeah, so the guitar got broken up into pieces, and a gentleman by the name of Mike Hasty, who builds amazing guitars mm-hmm. in Brunswick. Uh, I took it to him, um, thinking I don't. <laughs> but he fixed it, man! Miraculously, he fixed it, and i sit in my car, yeah, right now. What model um, is it? It is a Martin Ellipse, it's really? called. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. They didn't make them very, very long. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a great guitar, but they just uh, quit making them. I think they only made them for a couple of years. I was going to say about the
2: song that you played, um, I was feeling some, which I love, uh, Jane's Addiction kind of vibes. Oh, cool. Are you, do you, are you into Jane's Addiction? Because oh, I, man. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, my, Often with uh, your songs, my mind goes there.
0: Yeah, man. Um, gosh, you know, Eric Avery's probably one of my favorite bass players. Steve Perkins, a drummer. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do we even need to talk about Dave Navarro? Right. Oh man, and Perry Farrell. Uh I just I get God, some, man some of
2: those vibes yeah. from you
0: from your. Songs I love those guys. That. Yeah, man. Thank you. They're definitely very influential on me personally. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Yeah. Um, I can yeah. on that. Uh, yeah, I even love the you know the Porno for Pyros. Oh yeah, God, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, huge influence. I just wanted to ask you that because I've I've thought
2: it from time to time that you must have at some point been into them. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, in San Diego with uh me and Noel's band Supernaut. You know we covered some James addiction songs, and all I did was singing that man. I don't even play anything. I just sang, I guess occasionally I play guitar, but I mostly just sing' we do like three days and stuff like that cool. yeah, man, yeah, 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 so I love that man oh. mm-hmm.
1: getting back to the the uh, exploding guitars <laughs> on the stage and everything that's 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 what the audience pays to see oh yeah, oh, yeah I mean, man. That's, That's a magical night for somebody in the audience (laughs) to see that. I I got his ass
0: back, too, a few gigs later. (laughs) We were playing somewhere, and I lit his guitar on fire.
1: (laughs) He he was cool with it, though. He was
0: cool. He's like, that's cool. It's all good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm reminded of a night It it had to be one of your bands Because Noel Holloway was <laughs> On stage at Swamptown Get Down And he had this Dukes of Glen It was Dukes of Glen yeah, This man. bass guitar looked like it was hewn out of a log Or something <laughs> Yeah, talking about yeah, this guy. Preacher made that bass. It was a flying V. Yeah, yeah, big old knobs on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the guy playing it, Noel, that we're talking about, and I, I affectionately call him, refer to him as a caveman. He looked like it. I mean, he he was just had yeah. those features. He's very you know, uh, 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 primal. Very primal dude, you know, big husky guy, and he was, he'd already played shirtless. <laughs> and uh, he Gene, Simmons just, yeah. <laughs> Gene Simmons
0: tattooed on his belly, too. <laughs> yeah. Gene Simmons tattooed on his
4: belly.
1: And he did something, I swear to God. On it. Oh, he did it intentionally He where he'd, he used to take the bass, the, the neck of his bass guitar, and just hit himself in the head. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. He would do that intentionally. <laughs> Absolutely. But this particular night. Uh, <laughs> it it caught him just right, and he went down. He did a back flip, man. Yeah. All the way down. He was not down and out, but uh, he was down and dazed for a minute there, but he recovered pretty pretty quick. (laughs) Do you you remember the recovery? That's the (laughs) best part of the
0: whole story, man. (laughs) So he (laughs) He did a back flip, broke the base, unplugged (laughs) preacher. So it was just uh, basically just Randy – and Vince and, and Noel gets up and he's got this broken bass in his <laughs> hand and starts going boom 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 boom, yeah, boom he starts singing boom, boom, the bass boom, notes. Yeah, Ugh. And then he's like, Anybody got a bass I can borrow? Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, it's like, it's like who
2: would've it, yeah, yeah, it was uh, their face. Yeah. it, it no was bullet. Nick from Wood, Woodgate yeah, who he was just right. walking up and yep, did not yep, see yep. any of this just happen. Yep, and everybody's thinking I'm not it, nobody's letting him borrow a bass. He <laughs> not my And Nick walks up like all young and innocent, like I got one. <laughs> and everybody's like, Shut up! But, uh, he, he, I think he let him borrow his face and they, that, <laughs>
0: was
2: <awesome." laughs> yeah, that, that was rock and roll, right man.
0: There. And then after the show, you talk about rock and roll after the show. Whitney, his girlfriend, pulls up by the stage, <laughs> grabs him, throws him in the car,
1: and they, they get leave. leave. Yep. Boom. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. Rescued by an angel.
5: <laughs> <Yep>. Oh,
1: man. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, folks, I guess it's time for another Tale of the Week. Awesome. By Uncle Dave Griffin. Um, Naturally, this one is about Swamp Town Get Down. So uh, shameless, shameless. <laughs> okay, this one is called uh, "Interview with a Dragonfly." Judge Ben Smith Jr. was married to Lynn, a beautiful petite Florida girl. Together, they raised four children in Waycross, Georgia. Ben III, Bill, John Randall, and Evelyn. All the Smiths are talented souls. Ben III is a master craftsman and woodworker. Bill and John Randall are excellent musicians, and Evelyn, an artist among artists, followed the creative brushstrokes of her daddy, Judge Ben. For decades, they've been like a second family to me. I took on the mantle of festival organizer back in 1998 when I hosted a backyard get-together that grew into a full-fledged weekend event called the annual Graham Parsons Guitar Pool and Tribute Festival. Graham Parsons, early pioneer of cosmic American soul music and member of the Birds and Flying Burrito Brothers, made his childhood home in Waycross, Georgia, where the festival is held each September. I'm not much of a businessman, so with the help of my good friend and attorney Fred Kopp, we established a corporation and registered it under the name of Safe at Home Productions. Graham Parsons fans worldwide recognize Safe at Home as the title of his international submarine band Seminole 1968 album. In 2010, I called on Evelyn Smith and asked her to design the 13th annual GPGP Festival Flyer. Following the closing chords at the end of that year's event, I was accosted by several local friends and musicians, begging me to please consider putting on a second music festival in the spring. With their help and forward thinking, Swamptown Get Down Music and Arts Festival was born debuting in March 2011 and, like the guitar pool, is held annually at the Okefenokee Fairgrounds. I again rang up Evelyn, this time asking for a logo. And after a tweak here and a nudge there, we settled on a beautiful technicolor guitar-tailed dragonfly. By 2014, I had returned to the well of Evelyn Smith's artistic talent once again, she fashioned a beautiful logo for the Grand Parsons Guitar Pool. Through the years, her awesome talent has been splashed across T-shirts, advertisements, and banners, and I'm proud to call her family. The 11th Annual Swamptown Get Down Music and Arts Festival will take place March 26 27th, 2021 at the beautiful Okefenokee Fairgrounds in Waycross. Musically eclectic and visually artistic, the weekend event draws performers, artisans, and audiences from around the Southeast. Headlining the festival this year will be that guitar playing protege of Colonel Bruce Hampton, Mr. Bobby Lee Rogers, along with the Pine Box Dwellers, Glass Camels, and Bonnie Blue. Rounding out the eclectic mix will be Dirty Bird and the Flu. Heart of Pine, Josh Kirkland Trio, Lazy Lightning, Martez. Martez. (laughs) Michelle and the Ambiguous, One Good Ring, the Page Brothers Band, Steven Pigman, who will perform at 2 p.m. Saturday, March 27th, in the campground, Them Vagabonds, and Thunderbird Blues Band. A few weeks ago, I was pleased to sit down with the winged creature who adorns the Swamptown Get Down Stage backdrop. Eloquent, even for a dragonfly, here's what he had to say. I have seen the sun setting in the west over the fair ground of a South Georgia town. I have hovered above an ever-changing cast of incredible men and women who lay wood to skin Flesh to steel and fingers to ivory. I have gazed upon the most beautiful souls as they twist and turn in painted colors, releasing their joy into the skies where I live. I am moved by the sound of a lonesome train whistle as it passes behind me in the sweet southern air. I soar over swamp lands and Spanish moss hanging from cypress trees. I have witnessed the power of the wind and the rain as it took back the darkness in a blazing ball of fire. My wings drape the shoulders of men who are worthy of breathing the rhythm of life so that others may feel. My eyes are the soul of the dreamer and the artist. My body is long, lithe, and measured. My extremities are tuned in the key of a perfect roadhouse blues. I know of the people with hearts of gold who gather in arms and stand as one where the ways cross. I have felt the earth tremble with the music of colonels, dukes, and deputies, beauties and beards, hookers and fanglers, brothers and uncles, lions and kittens, (laughs) dwellers, riders, and walkers. I'm one with the universe. I am light hearted, clear headed, and a joy to behold. I am the spirit of Swamp Town Get Down. I am the dragonfly. And I am damn beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so said <Yeah>. the dragonfly. <laughs> He's a cocky little thing. He's a cocky little thing. <laughs> Insect. <laughs> oh Lord. Well we uh we are so glad that uh, you joined us. Man, yeah, it was a pleasure. Tonight? Totally, man. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: You know, one person we didn't talk about and even think about, man. We, yeah. Who was that? Bring up old Mr. Ian Dunlop. Yeah. 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 God,
1: I love that guy, man. Uh, he, uh, you know, when he comes to Waycross, uh, generally annually uh, for the Grand Parsons Star Pool, but, uh, you know, we missed last year due to the pandemic shutdown. Uh, when he when he comes over he'll usually uh um base out of my home where we have a bedroom laid out for him and everything yep. but he'll disappear for days at a time and i know that a lot of time he goes, <laughs> yeah, man comes he goes out over to the island yep. on, to oh, the yeah beach man. And, yep. and hangs out with you and yep has, i'm sure that you uh, you got a lot of good stories oh to tell man there, yeah right?
0: great stories man <laughs> My daughter loves him to death. Yeah, just yeah. an awesome person, man. Yeah. Miss yeah, it's him. It's cool. always it's always good to talk to him. You know, I got an email from him the other day and yeah. the video. Yeah. God, it was yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. God, I loved it. From Isolation Acres,
1: as he's calling it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so, down here on Isolation Acres. <laughs> he lives in Cornwall, England. So yep. uh, and uh, they've got their own system of dealing with the pandemic over there and he's in his fourth third or fourth lockdown fourth right lock now over man. in the UK. Wow. Uh, but Ian uh, Ian uh, Dunlop was the original bass player for Graham Parsons International Submarine Band. And uh, he performs every year at the Graham Parsons Guitar Pool here in Waycross. But uh, during this lockdown, he's turned his attention just to keep from uh, going slap crazy growing vegetables in his garden and Mm -hmm. uh, recently he's uh, taken uh, recordings of songs that he wrote while in Waycross with a lot of us, co-wrote and uh, he's fleshed them out and uh, is actually putting them into music videos and started his own YouTube music channel. So that's Ian Dunlop. uh, YouTube him. Uh, and, check uh, them out. Check out some of those videos. Yeah. They're they're uh, yeah. very heartfelt and uh, earthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, speaking of England, uh, I saw the, the other day. I was creeping on your Facebook just the other day, <laughs> and saw where you uh, you're going to the same concert that I am. Yeah in, man in June Ringo Star baby yeah. Ringo yeah. Star uh one of uh one of England's finest Yeah nobody told me about this
5: oh man I, I would have went
1: well wow,
3: I
5: just this.
1: discovered it on New Year's Day Connor told me about it on New Year's Day See, and, I'm uh, Connor. We were all sitting in Brunswick when he told me and I went on my phone and I said y'all want to go <laughs> mm-hmm. so I went Straight online, right there, Ticketmaster, and grabbed up a seat for me and my wife and Connor. Heck, yeah. Yeah, I was
0: having uh, dinner with my buddy, Polly Meacham, the
1: you. DJ, and
0: uh, he told me about it. And I was like, man, I wonder if tickets are still available. And sure enough, man, I was got some.
1: Good.
3: Got some.
0: Yeah. Good. I mm. saw
1: where Susan Bates has got hers. Yep, today. yep, she's going. Yep. Where should – uh Going to we should try to hook up somewhere, maybe Absolutely. before or after. Yeah. And see. Uh this is June twenty fifth. Yep, I think so. Yep. On you know, Friday night in Saint Augustine. Friday so night. I don't know what the pandemic will look like by then. May it, hopefully it'll be a whole lot better. Yeah, according to so Fauci it's supposed to be better. Also- more more and more people that get this vaccination, you know it's mm-hmm. going to uh create some positivity and, and hopefully some return to normalcy. God, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. Uh, Amen. Yeah. So, uh, well, once again, folks, we'd like to thank our, our guest, Mark Andrews. From, Man, thank sir. you guys
0: for having me. Yeah. that's awesome. From St. Sure Simon's to, Sure do appreciate
1: it. You ever over there in St. Simon's Island, Georgia, go to the, uh, the pier village. What is the name of that road there? (laughs) Mallory street, Mallory street, right there on the pier. Mm -hmm. And, uh, take a ride at the traffic light off of Kingsway. And there, uh, he's right down there on the right. St. Simon's music. Yep. Uh, go, go see, got some guitars in the window. Go see Mark Andrus, pay him a visit. And, uh, we thank y'all for watching yeah and
2: like share and subscribe and what have you
1: do all the right things and uh we as we said last episode we do have a uh, email address now something in the water podcast at gmail.com sweet so uh you can uh, talk to us personally on the email uh, email us your uh comments or suggestions or any ideas that you have for pos- possible new guests. And uh, we'll... Uh, if you have a business that you want to sponsor. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to be looking into some sponsorships. Uh, as this program right here is sponsored by the Swamptown Get Down Music and Arts Festival. And uh, for a small fee, you can be a sponsor too on this Something in the Water podcast. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you.
2: Peace.
4: i yeah.